Over 25 years ago, on September 29th, 1998, we watched a brainy girl with curly hair drop everything to follow a guy she only kind of knew all the way to college. And so began Felicity. My name is Juliette Littman, and I'm a Felicity superfan. Join me, Amanda Foreman, who you may know better as Megan, the roommate, and Greg Grunberg, who you may also know as Sean Blunberg, as the three of us revisit our favorite moments from the show and talk to the people who helped shape it. Listen to Dear Felicity, presented by Walmart on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Add a berry blast off for your day with the new Berry Pebbles. A berry twist on a classic breakfast. Perfect for giving those growing minds a blast of creativity. <laughs> with a new berry way to pebbles. Yabba dabba do you with berry pebbles. Head to postpebblescereal.com to learn more. Yabba dabba do and the Flintstones and all related characters and elements. Copyright and trademark Hanna-Barbera. Now at Top Golf, you get half off golf Monday through Wednesday when you book in the app. It could be any Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Like this Monday, next Tuesday, and the following Wednesday. Or maybe this Wednesday, next Tuesday, and the Monday after that. Basically, any Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday is a good day, as long as you spend it at Top Golf. It's golf. It's half off. It's half off golf. Monday through Wednesday when you book in the app for a limited time only. So download the Top Golf app, book a bay, and come play around. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Visit topgolf.com slash halfoffgolf for details. Welcome to Spirit Diaries. This is episode two, and we are talking about a few basic terms that I'm going to be using throughout the podcast. That way, you know what I'm talking about, and we're on the same page. Now, there might be somebody else who you listen to, or a book you read, or a TV show you watch who uses different definitions than what I'm about to explain, and that's totally okay. These definitions are just ones that I've developed for myself, so I can differentiate when I talk to my friends about what type of spirits I'm getting. So before I talk about a few definitions, I do want to talk about evidential mediumship. This is the kind of mediumship you want to get if you ever go to a reading or if you are a medium or think you may be a medium, you will only want to give evidential-based mediumship to whoever you're reading. This is a big thing for skeptics to pay attention to and if you are a very, very firm believer of the paranormal, you do want to be a little bit skeptical. So being skeptical is not a bad thing at all. Being skeptical is a very, very, very good thing. You don't want to believe every single thing. You want to have it proven to you. Oh, Birdie, stop being so dramatic. Oh, you have to have it proven to you. Okay, what I was trying to say here is that you want validation. Obviously, it's fun to get things validated, but by being proven to, I'm not saying you need a quiz and medium on your favorite colors, on what, you know, lottery numbers will be. That's not what I'm saying here. All I'm saying is have some validation of, hmm, there's not a reasonable way they could have known that this could be legit. So just keep a healthy mindset. And I was being a little dramatic past birdie. And that is so important. And what will set apart somebody who you want to trust and not to trust when you visit a practitioner. So for example, when you go to a reading, you want to give as little information as possible. When I go visit other mediums or psychics, I don't give them any information about me. I'm very vague. 
oftentimes I won't give them even my name. <laughs> I'll give them just the first name or my husband's name. That way they don't have any sort of connection to me. They can't find me on social media or any sort of platform. And I'll let them just give me whatever they get. I don't like necessarily asking for things unless they ask me to specify a realm of something I want to know more about. And I like that approach and I use it whenever I give readings to people as well. So if somebody comes to me, I will only ask them their name. I'm trying to think, you know, I've done it without knowing people's names too. And only a first name. I never ask last names. I don't think that matters. And then if they want to hear from somebody specifically or are hoping to, I'll ask them who that person is just in terms of a relationship. I'm hoping to hear from a friend. That's it. That's all I want to know. Or I'm hoping to hear from a parent. That's it. That's all I want to know. So I will try and reach out specifically to that person to get something, but that doesn't always happen. As a medium, I cannot control who comes through or why. I gave a reading to this one person who is desperately wanting to hear from their dad. And the only person who came through is their cousin who they weren't even really close to, but that cousin had a message for someone else and it was a mess. And that person was kind of upset that they didn't get to hear from their dad, but there, I'm not gonna lie and say I got some sort of connection when I didn't. And I want you to understand if you go visit someone, they may not get that person and that's okay. That's a sign of them being honest. Wait, 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 wait. I'm channeling a message from beyond. It's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible. Over 25 years ago, on September 29th, 1998, we watched a brainy girl with curly hair drop everything to follow a guy she only kind of knew all the way to college. And so began Felicity. My name is Juliette Littman, and I'm a Felicity super fan. Join me, Amanda Foreman, who you may know better as Megan, the roommate, and Greg Grunberg, who you may also know as Sean Blunberg, as the three of us revisit our favorite moments from the show and talk to the people who help shape it. Listen to Dear Felicity, presented by Walmart on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-D-I-A-R-I-E-S dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Down in the field, it go down, it go down in the field. 
21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spirit diaries. Yep. Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spirit diaries. I can't believe we did it. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> so evidential mediumship is, like I said, something you are going to know without social media. Perhaps it's a message you said to your parent before they died perhaps it's a note you wrote to your grandma that no one knew about or a special symbol that only you two knew about and nothing was talked about with that that and those sorts of things are clear to show without a shadow a shadow of a doubt that you are real and I've done readings with very good mediums who have said personal stuff that I had not even shared with my husband yet and that is the kind of evidence you want they have to hit it dead on the nose for it to be believable so that's something I ask you to strive for when you go visit someone or if you are giving readings so let's cover a few definitions okay so when I say ghost a ghost is something to me that's obviously dead, but also not alive versus a spirit, which is a dead person, but sort of alive. So a ghost is sort of like a memory. If I walk into a house and there is a spirit or a ghost uh, that keeps walking up and down the hallway Every night at 3 a.m., they won't talk to the people. They don't interact with the people. They don't look at the people. They're just pacing at a certain time. That's a ghost. That's an impression of a person, but that person isn't necessarily there. While they may be seeing a person, while they may be hearing a person, it's not actively there. It's a memory. It's almost like a movie. Hey there, Past Birdie. I think what you're trying to explain is what you now call impressions. So impressions are a little bit less than a residual haunting. And um, that's just like there was once something there. And then there's a residual haunting, which would be the repetition of what I'm explaining here as uh, what I used to refer to as a ghost. So what I'm saying is a residual and an imprint haunting. Whereas a spirit is somebody who's died, but they're still present. Their spirit, their soul is still there. That type of spirit would be walking up and down the hallway in the house and be able to interact with the people or perhaps is moving things or is talking to me or talking to them or they're doing different things at different times. So a ghost is dead and a memory and a spirit is dead and active. Oh, past the birdie, you young spring chicken. 
spirits can also be attached to a living person or split from a living person. So no, they don't actually have to be technically dead to even be a spirit. Oh, child, you have so much you will see in these oncoming years. You have no idea how wild this is about to get. You will also hear me mention elementals. Elementals are something that are earth-type spirits. So these go into sorts of creatures like puckwedgies, ants, water spirits, fire spirits. I know it sounds really weird. We'll get into those later. I will also talk about demons and demons in my definition are things that were never human ever. So there's like a little asterisk there because I think in rare cases a human soul can become so corrupted that it almost becomes a demon or even can become a demon. But in general, I'm going to refer to demons as things that were never ever human and they are born and live in their own little world and come to our plane to screw around. So, hey, past birdie, you almost got that one, right? So close, so close. So, uh, elementals, to clarify, are also never human, nor are the others, which I will pop in and correct what I now know the others to be. So, Yes, uh, there are a slew of things that are non-human. Non-human does not necessarily mean it's a demon. And what I meant by a human soul becoming so dark, what I meant is things can appear demonic, but not actually be classified as ye old demons. I hope that makes sense. Go on, past birdie. Try again. Try again. <laughs> There also are different categories of demons. So if we're talking about dogs, so there's dogs are all dogs. Demons are all demons, right? But there can be Jack Russells. There can be German Shepherds. There can be Labs. So there's all different types of dogs and each dog has their own sort of temperament. They all like different things. Their physicality is different. So while they're all dogs, they're all very different. And that's how I like to compare demons to. They're all demons, but they're very different and their personalities are different and their wants and everything is different about them. Uh, there's definitely different classifications. I'm not sure how that all works, but we'll get into that later. So to wrap this episode up, I quickly want to talk about the different clairvoyances or the clairs. So clairvoyance is clear seeing. So clear meaning clear. There's also clear audience, which is clear hearing, clear cognizance, clear sentience. They go on and on and on. And basically what those are is different ways that mediums say they get their information. I personally have a little bit of all of them. My main one I would say is clairvoyance where I can see spirits physically with my eyes, but I can also see spirits with my mind. So they can paint a picture in my head of themselves. Almost like if you imagined your grandma right now, you could picture her in your mind. Spirits have a way of giving that image to me to paint in my own head and then I can reiterate that back out loud. Other times they may give me just symbols. Sometimes they stand in front of me and talk to me. Sometimes they stand in front of me and look at me and I hear their voice inside my head. Other times I won't see them and I'll just hear their voice either out loud to where other people can hear it or I can hear their voice inside my own head. 
It's very strange. It happens in all different ways. And as I share my stories with you, I will explain which ways they were communicating and how that affected me. I do sort of make terms with spirits now to communicate with me in certain ways because I don't like some ways. So when I hear disembodied voices, especially when I'm alone, I really don't like that. So I ask them if they do have to communicate with me, choose something else because that gets a little scary. Oh, past birdie, you forgot to talk about the others and I remember why. It was because you were scared because you didn't really know what the others were and you were so scared that you didn't know what they were that you were afraid to tie them down to a definition so you skipped it and hoped nobody would notice. Well, they did because it's one of the most frequent questions I get asked is what are the others? So the others are what I used to refer to as Fae. At this point in time, I had no idea that Fae were real and or existed. So things that were Fae in nature, I absolutely referred to as others. And there was some other elementals that I didn't know classified into elementals such as Fae that I still called the others. So we can all look at Fae and elementals as the others and I just wasn't sure what types they were because they were all so different and taking me off guard at the time. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Next episode I will be sharing with you a little bit about some spirit stories during my childhood so I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm excited to talk with you all next time.